Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Creative Process with myself, Jared Klein. This is episode eight today, episode eight. If you guys have not watched or seen or wherever you take in this podcast, whether it's on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you haven't listened to episode seven last week with Neil Patel, go do that. It was an awesome episode. We talked about... Um, whether basically the main premise of it, we talked about whether you need to have a degree to be a designer. Um, that was a fantastic conversation. Um, but uh, but yeah, anyways, episode eight today, we have an amazing guest on, um, all the way from uh, South Dakota, uh, Blake Rowetter. Thank God I got that right. Um, obviously, if you're viewing this on YouTube, you can see him chilling there. But if you aren't uh, viewing this on YouTube, you can't see him. We'll get to Blake uh, pretty soon here. But I just want to reach out, show my thanks, show my gratitude towards towards the people listening today. Um I, I like making content. I like making a podcast, but I, I always like providing value, and especially with the people on this podcast, also providing value and stuff. I've been getting some good feedback lately about the podcast, so um, I just want to say thanks to the listeners and say thanks to the people interacting with the podcast, especially interacting with the guests um, when we post it on social media and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, just wanted to get that out of the way. Anyways, Blake, how are you doing today, my man? Good, yourself? Not too bad, not too shabby. Had a... Uh, had a great day as I, I I guess I'm reiterating the things we talked about before we got on here so <laughs> so um so yeah I had I had a great day um but yeah let's get into it let tell the people what you're about obviously I said you're in South Dakota but that's very little information um so tell the people who you are what you're about if you want to go as deep as where you're from where you came from you know go for it all right well I'm Blake Rowetter I'm a student designer here at the University of South Dakota for the athletics department, um, I work in all sports. I usually, I predominantly work with football, but originally from Harlan, Iowa, about two hours south of Vermilion. USD is in Vermilion, South Dakota, a small town, 10,000 people, so southeast corner of South Dakota. So not a lot of people probably know where that's at, but <laughs> that's where we're at. And that's where I'm based right now. So, mm-hmm. so uh, how long have you been designing? since january of 2019 february of 2019 oh that's awesome 2019 yeah, so i've only been doing this for about two and a half years okay two and a half three years where did the uh where did the uh the love spark from for designing so coming into college i actually wanted to be a clubhouse manager for a baseball team so like i'm a huge st louis cardinals fan wanted to be basically their equipment manager so i came to school for sport management um and then I was working an official visit weekend for the football team. And before that, I had actually started a fan page on Instagram for the St. Louis Cardinals. I was Cardinals Nation IG. That was that was my start. I was like, well, I want to make the graphics better on this on this uh, fan page here. So I uh, I was like, hey, Dad, I I knew that photo. Like I asked other fan pages like what they were doing to make their graphics better. They were saying, oh, I use Photoshop. So I was like, all right, I'll look into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, Dad, so I want to make these graphics better on my fan page. Would you go 50-50 with this on me and, or 50-50 on this with me? And uh, he's like, yeah, I suppose. Like I said, it would probably make me more marketable in the sport management field, not knowing that I could make a, mm-hmm. a career out of it. <laughs> but so I was working official visa week visit weekend with uh, the football team here and they needed a commit graphic for our running back Travis Tice and they're like and my boss my equipment manager boss I came here as a student manager 
worked equipment and stuff like that because that's what I wanted to do. And I said, well, hey, he makes graphics. Like, how about you have him make you one? And um, they're like, all right. So they gave me a shot and made a couple graphics for him. And then some time went along. I think I worked with them, Coach O and Dante, our running backs coach and wide receivers coach, recruiting coordinator. And the sports information department, like they had no idea who was making these graphics for social media on football. And so they found out who I was and uh, they reached out and said, hey, would you be interested in making graphics for the whole athletic department? I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah why not? No so doubt, that's, right? <laughs> that's where I started here at USD. So I've loved it ever since and here I am. Yeah, that's that's kind of a weird, that's like not really a weird come up, but like that's a that's a different way of of kind of getting, getting, yeah, yeah. getting into design, like started a fan page. You're like, I got to do this by myself. How do I make this better? Cause I ain't paying no one to do this. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, nothing out of something, or is it the other way about something out of nothing base, whatever the way it is. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, that's a crazy story. That's like, it's, it's really, it's, it's really cool to hear like where people came from to kind of get to the design space and everything. Cause it's, it's a very unique type of space. Like, especially graphic design in general, like usually like if you're an, like if you're an artsy person, like usually the, the cliche is like, Oh, you're going to go like paint or draw or whatever, you know, no one really gets into digital design. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Um, I used to dabble in the fan page, the fan page world back in the day when I supported the shit out of the Brewers. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not 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 the not the biggest Brewers fan anymore. Um, I don't really follow them anymore. What was your? Uh, I guess there's not a baseball team in Iowa, is there? So there's, there's the Cubs AAA team, but yeah, that's about it. Iowa Cubs. Yeah, and actually the Royals, the Royals triple team is about an hour hour west of where I grew up. So we always went to those games when the Cardinals AAA affiliate was playing them so mm-hmm. that's that's where we usually went so the center of the united states is like like the plains area like it's either the royals or the cardinals one of the two like or the cubs yeah the cubs really they got they got a, they got a reach down in the center of the united states oh yeah really oh, yeah. i i guess if a lot of cubs fans in our area okay i, I guess in iowa yeah but like um like in like Nebraska and like you know those like like down down south a little bit more, like they they got they got nothing down there. So it's like Royals, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like kind of migrate to those teams in the center of the center of the United States. Yeah. Um, let's see. So you work for South Dakota. Um, yeah. it's D one, but it's not FBS. It's FCS. So, I mean. I mentioned this a little bit more in the or a little, little bit earlier before we started. Um, I my fiance's uncle is a coach for South Dakota State, which is your guys' rivals, obviously interstate rivals and everything. Are you in the Mississippi Valley too? Missouri Valley, Missouri, Missouri Valley. That's what it is, Missouri Valley. Yeah. Um, so I kind of know a little bit more, I guess, than the average person about what FCS is, but obviously you know that more than the average person. So. Um, is, and you said you had some experience with Toledo working in there, obviously FBS D one. Um, is there a difference in, you know, creative department or even like just in the whole aspect of working for schools in FCS and FBS? Oh yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing is 
there's not really there's very few schools in the FCS that have a formal creative department like here last year we had two students that was our creative department it was just me and Leah Dusterhoff director of creative content for Vanderbilt women's basketball she graduated last year we also have Aiden Fettis he does video but he's like in a different like office aside from us like we work in the sports information department doing different stat graphics and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so we're we're really based off of student labor so we we have a lot of roles and I think that's the biggest difference between FCS and FBS like FBS schools like LSU your your Alabamas your Texases like Mm -hmm. they have two three different people for each realm of the of the creative like like realm Mm -hmm. so they have two to three video people they have two to three designers they have one to two motion designers people like that photography so like I think our biggest thing is we dip our toes in so many different areas so like I've taken pictures I've done a little bit of motion I've done graphics I've done one or two video like just putting transitions in Mm -hmm. nothing too crazy but Mm -hmm. we also have another student designer Murga he's on the cross country and track team so work with him this year he's new in the in the office and that's that's what our department is I feel like that's the biggest difference Mm -hmm. and I I I guess it like it basically stems from you know the the budget situation right so it's like yeah, like absolutely. those big FBS schools, they're getting money in from those sports that that are you know playing well, or even like from bigger alum, more alumni support, or whatever the whatever the situation is, you know. However, they're getting more money, right. but there's more draw for those FBS schools. So it's like I figured that's what your answer was going to be like. But I know South Dakota is they're pretty good at football. I know, right? They're pretty good at football. This year we're we're better than we have been. Yeah, but yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. I, I feel like like on the off chance, like those FCS schools, like I wonder if – I mean, obviously there's more money coming in if you have a good sports team or whatever because then they go to, you know, more competitions and make it farther in the bigger, you know, in, the, in like the end of the season type of competitions. Like for football, you go to playoff – or um, right, you go to playoffs and everything and play through, go yeah, up to the I championship game and everything. Teams. Yeah, so yeah, it's like – So like NDSU has – I'm sure they have – pretty big budget compared to us. yeah <laughs> yeah because they uh if 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 the person listening right now doesn't know anything about fcs football ndsu is basically like the bama of fcs football yeah. um yeah. hey but they got dethroned last year sam houston sam houston bro they're good sam houston's crazy yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the fcs is pretty wide open this year just there's, so, there's a lot of upsets going on recently because we just beat number 13 North Dakota. We're ranked this week, so I think it's pretty well, pretty well wide open. So yeah, we'll South Dakota State last lost last week, and I think yeah. they were ranked number two. I didn't even I didn't even think Southern Illinois was ranked. So yeah, they were. They were. They were. Yeah, they're pretty good. Okay, Southern's pretty good. Okay, so then yeah. I guess it wasn't like the we're in like the SEC of FCS. So like we have. I think there's six team ranked six teams ranked this week six or seven like it just in our conference really so i guess i didn't know that much about the conference i knew there was ndsu and you guys but i did southern illinois in the in the conference yep southern illinois and missouri state so like bobby petrino he's coaching at missouri state 
Damn. Now that he was at, uh, what was it? Was it Arkansas? Arkansas, yeah. Yeah. So now he's at Missouri State, <laughs> turning that program around. Damn. Okay. Shit. I guess yeah. I guess I had to do more research than I thought I was. I was my head was a little too big. <laughs> um, but okay. So obviously you work with South Dakota now. You worked with Toledo as an internship, but you also worked within the XFL. Um, that was like one of those leagues, like the what was the other one, like the AAFL or the. American Alliance okay. football uh, Alliance of whatever it, whatever it was yeah. called like one of those pop up yeah. like arena football or like modified football leagues. Um, yeah. What was that? Did you work? Did you work remote for? Was it the Battle Hawks? Right. Yeah, Battle Hawks. I worked remote for that. Worked remote. So, yeah, I uh, his new league. They came out with all the teams. I was St. Louis Cardinals fan, so I like I was like might as well just follow the Battle Hawks. They're based out of St. Louis, playing the Edward Jones Dome and. So I I made this personal project like doing score graphics, basically a social media campaign for him mm-hmm. on my own time. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm gonna post this on Behance after my after week one, and so I posted it and then I grabbed the link, sent it to their to their actual team page, like their team Twitter, and then uh, Matt King, which is their dir- director for creative content, I think at the time, and he reached out and said, hey, we saw your personal project. We're, we're really interested in working with you. Would you want to get on a call and hash some things out and possibly do some work for us? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's where that came about. That's awesome. Like, so since it yeah. was remote, 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 um, did they just kind of like, Hey, we need this project. Would you be willing to work on this with us? You know, those type of things. Was it pro- like, did they pay you project to project or were you on like a monthly stipend or? Obviously, you don't have to give any a, details. But. It was more on a, pro- <laughs> on a project base. Okay. So um, I think it was like 50 bucks a piece or something. Oh, okay. Um, and then like, it was more like stack comparison graphics. So like there's Cardell Jones and Jordan Tiamu and um, who, was the, who was the guy that went to the Panthers? Can't think of his name right now from the, from the XFL. I didn't follow the league, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't think of PJ Walker. That's who it was. He, okay. That was another quarterback that we okay. that we uh, compared Tiamo to. And then we had like a balanced run game one that I did. Mm-hmm. So I just did did a couple things for him, but nothing, not a lot, but just enough while they were still around. Yeah, still pretty cool experience though. Like working yeah, and doing absolutely. stats for or uh, doing graphics for you know. Kind of a like a different type of you know pro you know element you know that yeah. that that was like super unique like not a lot of football leagues like just pop up and then all of a sudden and even getting a chance to work in one of those you know pop up leagues and stuff like that but uh, um one thing I would I actually I forgot I forgot what I was going to say oh about I wanted to touch on you making like a passion project for a team you're interested in working with and then it eventually you know down the road kind of you know snowballed into you getting the opportunity um obviously like if you wouldn't have done that passion project you probably wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to work with a team like that so I guess what's your opinion on you know developing those passion projects and then like pretty much giving yourself a chance to do the work that you want to do like it's almost along the lines of like giving your giving yourself a chance to work in freelance, you know. But I guess yeah. what's your opinion on that type of that type of work? I think it's really important to like 
it shows your um, like ability to work in different aspects. So like you could create a basketball project and that'll expand your, your creative depth. And um, like, if you do a football one, then you got that under your belt, baseball, that under your belt. So like it makes you more versatile and in those, in that realm of things. But I think, I think it's pretty important because like it could lead to a job. Like you never know who's watching or Mm -hmm. who's looking at your stuff. So like I've gotten random DMs saying, Hey, we like, I love your stuff. Would you be interested in working for us? I was like, yeah, but like I need to graduate to <laughs> get that piece of paper that says I'm qualified. But <laughs> yo, that that's like that's literally oh my goodness, that's what we were talking about last week. It was just like, you yeah. know, like <laughs> you look back and you're like, did I really pay, you know, X amount of dollars, X thousands amount of dollars to you know go to school it's and get a piece a, of paper. yeah <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that was that was a conversation for last week. Um. But yeah, like I think I think developing I, my my opinion is along is along the lines of yours. Like we're pretty aligned when it comes to this. Um, developing those passion projects, like that was a perfect instance. Like a new team, you know, the opportunity is there rather than like, hey, I'm gonna do a project for the Rams. Literally, everyone and their mom is doing a project for the LA Rams. You know, so like you saw an opportunity, you saw a new team, probably had some, you know creative interest in like their branding and stuff, which obviously sparks the, you know, the engine to kind of do the project. But, um, you know, you took the opportunity. You're like, Hey, let's give it a shot. Let's show them what I got. If they don't see this, whatever, it's a good, good thing for my portfolio. Um, I think like, especially just graduating college in May, like talking with my professors, especially about this. Cause in my class, um, there was like a select few. I don't know if it's in yours, but like are, you're going to school for graphic design, right? Nope. No, you're not. Sport, no, sport marketing and media major with a sport management minor. Okay, so you're yeah. you're you're just so like, you you just learn graphic design to make yourself more marketable in those fields. Yeah. Okay. Initially, okay. but now now it's a job. So. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm all self taught. Like I okay, I've, I've learned from YouTube and. Asked, like I reached out um, on Twitter just to ask other designers mm. what they do and how they go about doing this and that okay. and stuff like that. So, okay, okay, I I guess I I thought you were going to school for design. See, there's another case. No. Don't need to fucking go to school for design to get a job. Um, exactly. But I, I guess if you're going into sports marketing, you know it's it's applicable. You know it's and and yeah. sports management, like you you're kind of making yourself a jack of all trades, which is which is awesome. Um, but kind of back to the the self-directed type of projects um like sparking interest to even like make yourself do it's almost it's almost like you're doing pro bono work you know you're doing you're doing you're doing work for free like you're not expecting any any return from this like like yeah you link it out but like you're not really expecting to get a response even you're not even expecting to christ get a get a job offer you know so it's like it it shows a lot of initiative. I think you hit it right on the head. It shows a lot of initiative. It shows a lot of commitment to your craft and like wanting to get better in certain areas. And even with those passion projects, like you can do anything. Like you have full creative range. You have full creative, you know, freedom. You can think like, like shit, you want to do a football project this time. You want to do a swimming project the next time you can, you know, there's no, there's no boundaries. It's, I, I like doing it because I'm able to explore, you know, what my creative ability is like, when I like now, when I jump into a passion project, which seems like it's few and far between, um, which is kind of sucky. Um, 
I like don't even look at inspiration. I just kind of sit there and, you know, just ideate from my own head. So then I know, you know, this is really something that like I created rather than, you know, looking for inspiration and stuff like that. But like utilizing those passion projects, I think it's really underdone. I think not a lot of people do it. Um, and more people should do it. Um, I got, I, I know I'm talking a little bit longer, but I want to, I, I, I was, t- I was touching on this subject a little bit, but like in my class, like since I graduated last May, back to when I was saying, I was talking to my professors about it. Like I was like, like a f- probably three or four students out of the 22, 23 in my graduating class really stuck their nose in self-driven work. And it shows, you know, it really shows you know, it shows in the designer, it shows in the work, it shows in their creative process. It shows how much quicker – I bumped my mic. I don't know if that you heard that. <laughs> um, no. But it shows like how much quicker and how more efficient they are, which obviously quick is one thing. But quick and good, like that's – you know, it. you build your skills up when you do stuff by yourself. You learn so much about yourself in the creative process. And then that applies. That's applicable to down the road when you get freelance projects and everything. You know – how you work, you know, you know, oh, I've came, I came into this problem before. This is how I attack it. Or, you know, even if you're now you trust yourself to go in different ways with design and everything too. So I, I can't stress, I can't stress self-driven projects enough. Like it's probably one of the best things I've ever done for myself in my career too. So it's like, it's like, shit, if you want to do it, just do it. You're not losing anything. <laughs> you can always, unpu- you can always unpublish it from Behance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's always good to work with different colors too so like i'm always used to working with red and white and black and so like sometimes i'll work with blues and i'll work with yellows and stuff like that just to expand that range a little bit and so like i've done personal projects of like just random athletes like like most designers do Mm -hmm. and that that also sparked a little bit of i don't know like inspiration to keep creating because like one of the first ones that I did was of Deshaun Watson and he retweeted it and liked it. So like that blew up. I was like, Oh, if he does it, then some other athletes might. So I made one of Colton Wong. He shared it on his Instagram story. And, um, I made that one of Justin Fields. I don't know if you saw that one. He liked that. And a lot of people, I think I did that one. I think I did see it. I think I did. Yeah. So did you post, did did you post that he retweeted it? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think I saw it. Yeah. So, that was one of one of the cooler ones that I've cooler interactions that I've gotten on a piece. So, mm-hmm. like if if you have famous athletes like show appreciation on your on your work, then that that just makes it even better. That makes you want to create even more. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I guess since we did bring this up a little bit, we might as well talk about it. Um, since I didn't know you weren't going to school for design. I just quickly, I want to get your opinion on it. I mean, I know you're, I know you're fully self-taught, so obviously you're like, go to YouTube, learn that shit. But like, what's your, what's your opinion on it? <laughs> I want to reiterate it because it's such an important thing. Like, <laughs> right. like, I wouldn't say like, if you want to go to school for graphic design, go to school for graphic design. Um, I know Dylan Minshaw from, um, Iowa, he works for Iowa State football. He went to school for graphic design. He said that. He learns a lot of things that you wouldn't learn on YouTube. So, like, it's all, like, the really nitpicky stuff. So, like, proportions and uh, proximity and all that other mm-hmm. alignment and stuff like that. But I feel like 
the stuff you learn in graphic design classes doesn't necessarily relate to sports design. I feel like graphic design and sports design are like two different worlds. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but like, I feel like there's like, there's still alignment and like proximity to an extent in sports design, but like there's something like elements that are thrown in one side of the graphic and then all over, like you have things that are rotated and stuff like that. So I feel like graphic design is more for like flyers and business stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's my thoughts. Yeah. So a lot of the things in sports design, like what you see, like as a sports designer, like the player edits, like those type of things, like composition comes in hugely in those. And I, you, I did learn a lot about utilizing composition and, um, really putting an emphasis on where your focal point is, how the viewer's eyes travel. Like, obviously, if you have a lot of information on a page, then yes. But, like, sometimes with a player edit, you put small player, big player in the center, and, you know, that's what they're – that's what it's – that's what it's like. It's the edits used to showcase the player. Um, I think a good person that utilizes composition is – I think it's Dan Beltron. If I'm not mistaken, I think he posted, he did, he did a bunch of rugby graphics recently. And I think that was Dan. Um, he did a bunch of, bunch of rugby graphics recently. And he specifically said like in this project, I was really working on composition and it shows like when you like sit down and solidify, like using a specific or a handful of principles of design in like a bunch of your, a bunch of your pieces of work, like it shows it really does. Um, so Going to school to learn, like, obviously you can learn these things on YouTube. You can search up principles of design, how to utilize them on YouTube. But, like, going to school, like, you, you're right. You, you, do, you do learn a lot of the, you know, a lot of the white and black rules of graphic design and stuff that you may not, you know, be able to get your, um, what am I trying to say? Um, you may not see that stuff initially online when you're searching, how do I become a graphic designer, you know? Um, but, yeah. That's that's my that's my kind of opinion on it. Um, there are ways like you you mentioned it a little bit before, like asking other designers and you know like getting a mentor or getting a couple mentors to where like you can link work to them and say, oh hey, how can I improve this? You know those type of things. But um, yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of ways around you know not having to go to school for design. Like that's I know now this is it's going to be this is good this topic is going to be touched on every single episode it's like like it's it's such a big topic in graphic design like again I'm not saying (laughs) I'm not saying you don't have to go to school for your profession if you want to become a doctor please go to school don't be a dumbass (laughs) but Yeah. yeah it's there's a lot of things in the graphic design like profession that you can easily learn online and learn from other people and you know like christ there's i just saw a retweet i think from bradley jack design he retweeted a guy a kid that's 15 and he's he his work is crazy like you can't tell me he went to his high school teaches graphic design classes that you know that teach him that type of you know that type of skill <laughs> like yeah, self insane. i did see that self-taught like fully 100 percent. you can't deny that and he's pushing out work like that like he, he, he oh it's it just amazes me sometimes like yeah anyways i mean we, we t- i i said initially we weren't going to touch on that but i guess we did <laughs> <laughs> yep um 
what what's it like living in uh living in South Dakota? Um, cuz I have cousins that live in South Dakota as well and he said he kind of hates it. <laughs> it's it's not too bad. Like it's not that big of a difference from living in Iowa. Like I live 2 hours south of where I I'm going to school right now. Mm-hmm. So like it's not terrible, but like winters brutal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brutal. Like South Dakota is so flat the wind is just coming straight at you like walking to class in the winter is brutal <laughs> <laughs> the wind just blows straight at your face your eyes are water and you you have tears rolling down your face and turn into ice <laughs> when you're walking to class it's just brutal yeah we you don't your nose hair is freezing up and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's brutal it's very uh it's very seldom we get the wind uh, like South Dakota does in here in Wisconsin, but I, I get the uh, I get the brutal winters 100%. It sucks. It's horrible. It's so bad. I'm just glad I'm not up in Grand Forks and Fargo where NDSU and UND are at. Is that? I, I can't even imagine. Those, I, I guess it's like, our conference. Too. I guess it's like, well, you're in the south east corner. Southeast. Yeah, yeah. So that's I guess that's a ways that's a ways north. <laughs> They're about four and five hours away from us yeah. north. I can't even. So I'm imagine. just glad we're not that far north. <laughs> the crazy thing about the Midwest, though, is like you get those shitty winters, but then you get summers like it is in freaking Georgia. You know, like you get yeah. hot ass summers. That's the best. Yeah. I I like it. I I love the change in it because one, you get amazing springs and you get amazing falls. Like it's, it's awesome. But now I can guarantee, I, you know, I'll, I'll come out and say it since we both, since we're both in the Midwest, I'll come out and say it. We're not going to get snow until like Christmas. Yeah. And it's going to last till April. Uh huh. hundred percent. hundred percent. I think last year. So my birthday is in late November. I don't think we had snow. When my birthday, I think, I think we got like our first major snowfall, like second, second week of December, which is almost unheard of. Like you, usually you got snow Christ. I remember times we've had snow by now and it's like second yeah. week of October. So it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah sometimes it really gets to you. Um, sometimes you get the occasional four seasons in one day. <laughs> you, you get those, those days. Yeah. That, that, but, yeah. But that usually happens in like, that usually happens in the spring months, right? Like March, April. Yeah. 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 I hate that shit. That's the one thing. Like moving, I think my ideal location would be like South South Carolina, I think, probably. Mm. Yeah. It's you so – it's so Texas cool. and East is where, where I hope to go. Yeah. I don't want to go like – Like somewhere southeast. Yeah. I don't really want to go like super dry heat. I don't like super dry heat. It just wears me out. It's horrible. Yeah. It's too expensive out west. So. <laughs> That's true too. That's really true. Um, okay. Well, I mean, we've pretty much talked about everything we wanted to talk about. Talked about you working with FCS uh, South Dakota um, in Vermilion. Talked about kind of we we again touched about um, whether going to college for graphic design is needed, which really wasn't on the agenda. But I love that we talked about it. We talked about passion projects, which was an amazing topic to talk about. People probably got value from that. Um, I know. It was a big problem when I was getting up in design. I didn't really know where to start. So I hope that sparks some initiative in some designers that are listening to this. Be like, hey, I've been wanting to, you know, I've been following this baseball team. Let me make a project about them. You know, you never really know where, where that where that comes yeah. from. Um, but Blake, it was awesome having you on. It really was. 
Um, it's 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 kind of like like with this, it's awesome. You know, putting a putting a face to a name. You know, sometimes like when I yes, your profile profile picture has a face in there, but like. <laughs> Sitting down and having a conversation with people that you've been connected with on on Twitter and on social media is, is a great time. So I, I I know I probably say this every podcast too, but yeah. um, it's awesome being able to connect with connect with other designers, get their uh, get their input on a lot of a lot of popular topics. Um, but again, thank you for coming on. It was awesome. Um, anything I, I I usually leave a little leave a little bit in the end. Um, anything you'd you'd want to say to kind of send it off here. Um, any advice to young designers is I would say network, like reach out to random designers. Like if you like somebody's project or or like their branding for some sort of team, reach out to them and say, Hey, I love your work. Like you don't even have to say, what do you think of mine? Or like, do you want to, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just think like networking is so huge because like I've made some of my best friends through networking, like. I talked to Nick Plesh and from Penn State um, at, and then like Zach Cordaggi from Texas State. Like we talk every day, if not like every other day, if not every day, Mm -hmm. like just randomly just talking about how our day's going or like what we have going on this week and stuff like that. So like, I think networking is huge in the industry and it gets you a lot of opportunities. So Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that I would add. For sure. That's an awesome thing to add. I, I couldn't agree more literally like, the worst part is where you're like, damn, I wish I had a job with them. And you're like, shit, you never know who you could have met. Like, and then the crazy thing's like, damn, yeah, I had an internship with this person. Now they're working with the chiefs. Shit. Maybe I'll be able to get a job with the chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Like I reached out to, um, Dan Brown. He was working with Mississippi state. I said, Hey, I've just loved what you guys have been doing down at Mississippi state. And he said, I think he replied to one of my other I think I was telling him congrats on the Bengals gig. He said, thanks Blake. I appreciate it. I'm like, keep your, keep up the good work. I might have some opportunities down, down the road for you. So mm-hmm. like, all right. Yeah. That's what I get for network. So like it pays off to network with other designers. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's one thing I pride myself on. So mm-hmm. for sure. All right. Well, this has been episode eight of creative process. Obviously um, Blake's and mine uh, are, links well, I, don't, I don't know why this is taking me a while to spit this out our links and everything where you can you know get in contact with us especially blake all his links will be down below his portfolio his twitter uh, basically any link that i could find on your twitter profile it's going to be down <laughs> going to be down below um but yeah connect with blake you know look at his portfolio give him some comments give him some feedback um some constructive criticism um but yeah this has been episode eight we will see you guys next week in episode nine um actually possibly this week we're recording one on Wednesday, and this is a Monday, so possibly two episodes in one week. So who knows? Um, but anyways, have a good day, guys. Tell someone you love them. Peace.